This week's Around Town, we'll be covering Singing in the Rain. I'm joined by Anton Leiting, who will let us know a bit about the show. So my name is Anton Leiting. I'm the resident director on the international touring production of Singing in the Rain. Okay. Singing in the Rain, why don't you describe what it is? Well, yes, that's the thing is that everybody perceives it as an old movie that their parents or their grandparents watched, yeah. <laughs> which is kind of true. Um, you know, I haven't, haven't come across a lot of young people that have watched the movie, even though it's one of, you know, the top 100 movies that one needs to watch in one's lifetime, according to most of the sort of billboards uh, in, in the U.S. charts. Um, and I think young audiences that watch the movie will be pleasantly surprised because it's it really is a fantastic, fantastic movie. But what we've done in this particular stage version is that we've catered for young performers who tend to be very, you know, uh, PlayStation, IMAX, movie, entertainment, you know, they're fast and furious in the way that they want to watch entertainment nowadays. And whilst the movie's quite old, we've stuck to the same themes and the same look and the feel. It's still very 30s in the way that the show looks. But the way that it plays out is very modern, you know. We've made sure that the way we transition between scenes is almost cinematic so it moves really quickly the actors the dialogue's perky it's chirpy it moves fast we've made sure that visually it's quite a spectacle you know pour 12,000 liters of rain down so it's almost like coming to the show is like watching an event you know uh, once in a lifetime kind of experience yeah. and um, the audiences particularly the younger audiences find the show hysterical because uh, whilst the comedy again people think it's old comedy it's not it's really relevant and you know the show is almost like a fly on the wall experience of what it's like to be in the Hollywood movie industry in the 30s and there's a lot of kind of comedy situations that come out of the transition from the what we call the um, non-speaking movie films to what they call the talkies and how it ended up affecting people who were brilliant in the silent movies but were really crap in the talkies because they had to open their mouths for the first time and they couldn't speak you know so it allows for some very comical moments to happen on stage but in all in all it's a really really pumped up modern uh, sort of energetic and vibrant company that 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 perform this and as a result our 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 actors are really young because to execute the choreography eight times a week the way that they do they've got to be physically fit so we have a really young funky very talented energetic company which also helps younger audience members who watch the shows to go, hey, wow, this is crazy. This is great. I think uh, a couple of, I will talk about a couple of the draws of what makes this thing special in my eyes. I think one of them is, of course, the rain that you actually have, seeing the rain. Yeah. Why don't you talk to our audience about well, that? Well, I won't give away too many secrets, but um, it's, it's fantastic. I mean, you know, cleverly, again, the floor that everybody uses to, to do the number, to do the show, can be a dance floor one minute and the next minute it's pretty much a swimming pool that's flooded so that Don Lockwood can click, kick and splash like a child in the rain and um, you know to actually get that to work whilst you're also pumping out electricity and lights everywhere around you is pretty tricky because you know water and electricity just don't go together and there's that wonderful moment in the movie where, where Don jumps into the pavement and it lights up and you know we recreate that on stage but again people have to go well how are we going to do this it's pouring with rain stage has got to light up so very cleverly, they've kind of created almost like a swimming pool underneath the actual tracks that the, the dancers dance on. And that allow that that um, is allowed to drain and it's allowed to flood. So um, at any given time, we can flood the stage to make it a water platform or we can drain it to make it a dance platform. And then on top of that, we have rain falling from the sky from the two tanks or 12,000 liters of water that we have backstage. And um, our show is really green as well because we recycle it, which is really good because people always go, oh, what a waste of water, 12,000 liters a day. We're like, no, 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 no. We use it over and over again and we chemicalize it and we make sure that it's well treated so that the actors don't get sick and, you know, um, 
And that all in all is a process that took a while. You know, most of the set that people see is actually made of plastic and not out of wood because, again, you know, with all this water around, you don't want it to rot. So that took a while to formulate, but they got it right. And, um, you know, for the last, since 2011, it's been working like a charm and audiences are just, you know, mesmerized by the rain sequence. Uh, and I guess rehearsal was uh, not too too much of a worry with all that technology. Like, <laughs> it's always interesting when you you know you bring a show onto stage. You know you rehearse it in rehearsal room until you know you go okay we're bursting out of here we've got to go onto stage and then you start to add, add all the bells and whistles and the rain and I mean all the Don Lockwoods that had been doing the actual singing in the rain dance sequence in rehearsals were suddenly got the fright of their lives because they're suddenly wearing a suit and then the next minute they're being rained on so the suit becomes heavy so they're fighting the elements and they're having to do this full-on dance routine so that was quite a big challenge for them is you know any actor where you you suddenly throw costumes at them or you throw props at them or you you throw lighting at them or a different environment you know the show takes a step or two back and then they've got to fight their way to go back to where they were again in rehearsals but you know it's all part of the process and it's a very exciting part because that's where all the magic starts to happen when you put them in the theater and you put on the lights and you suddenly got a whole different world in front of you um so once we had ticked all the boxes in rehearsals we were like guys okay we're now going on stage this is going to be a very different experience for you and it took us about a week a week and a half to get the the show back to where we wanted it to be with everything ready yeah. all right cool uh, and hong kong is just one of your many stops throughout asia yeah yes we um we've done manila we've done singapore um we are now doing hong kong and those are our asian tours stops and then we go back home to south africa now where we did in cape town and in johannesburg and then the tour goes to australia to sydney and melbourne etc so it's um it's already been quite a long tour we started in new zealand we did singapore um, and manila as i say so all in all it would probably be about i would say 15 or 16 months of touring before we even go to australia yeah so the guys have been on the road for quite a while and uh, it's been fa- I've heard it's been fantastically well received in all of these other countries as well. Absolutely. I mean, the response is fantastic. We had 150 students last night in our final dress rehearsal and they just went wild. It almost felt like we were watching a rugby match, you know, <laughs> laughing at all the right places, clapping, vocalizing. And, you know, for the actors, it's a really wonderful experience when an audience can vocalize their appreciation. You know, we've been to some places where audiences are quite conservative and they've liked little yeah, golf yeah, claps yeah. and you kind of, you know... Um, and they love the show and they appreciate it and they laugh, but it's really, especially in this kind of show that's so physical, you know, when you're getting that energy coming back to you from an auditorium, mm-hmm. you know, it just makes you want to drive through more as an actor on stage. I feel like how you mentioned that students appreciated this. I mean, Absolutely. during the, the 50s era. Well, like that's the thing. Exactly. <laughs> that's what people, that's the irony is that people think it's an old classic movie, which isn't going to resonate with youngsters. But, you know, last night's audience, we had 150 students in here and the, re- the response was absolutely amazing. You know, they laughed. They, 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 you know, we were all having to deal with how do we push the show through all this noise, you know, because they're just going mad. Um, so it was very exciting for us and, and really enthralling for, for me as a, as a resident director to see young people coming into the theater and A, watching live performance, but B, being mesmerized by something that's, you know, as old as Singing in the Rain. Yeah, okay, great. One final thing before we leave off the interview. Um, personal recommendation, what, why do you think people should come see this show? Oh, it's got all those old themes of, um, of romance, of nostalgia. And I think the bottom line is really, for me, 
the fact that the reason Singing in the Rain was ever done as a movie in the first place was that it it happened after America had experienced you know, an awful war, the world wars. And Hollywood decided, you know what, it's time for us to change the feeling amongst the people, the feeling amongst the public, to bring a little bit of hope and joy into their lives and to write about things and to put films on that make people feel happy, make people f- forget about the hardships of, of their lives. And if you look at how Don Lockwood dances in the rain, you know, he's so in love with Kathy. He doesn't care that as pouring down on him he's just so full of um you know the joys of life that um nothing can bother him and you know and i think that that's that feeling that one still feels when one watches the show in 2015 that feeling of life is great and you know you walk out of the theater and you watch people humming and dancing and smiling and laughing and you kind of go that's what it's all about you know forget about your hardships of your day for two hours you know come into the theater and forget about the reality of life just come in here and have a really good time and um audiences do and i think that that's the magic of this show all right okay well thank you very much pleasure nice to meet you thank you thanks again to anton for the chat i also got a chance to talk to one of the cast taryn lee hudson who gives us a bit more insight into the show so my name is taryn lee hudson Mm -hmm. and i play the role of lena lamont in singing in the rain okay uh Singing in the Rain is, is something our listeners are fairly young, so mm-hmm. they probably haven't seen the movie before. So mm-hmm. why don't you describe what you're doing, what your character is doing in the show? Well, so Singing in the Rain is obviously an old Hollywood classic MGM yeah. musical. Uh, it was originally a movie and is now a stage musical. And it's about how, you know, back in the day where movies started, we all love movies. We're, we're part of a movie culture. So I'm sure the young, the youngins can understand that. They all love going to the movies. And uh, movies started out as black and white and silent films. And uh, I play the character of Lena, who is a silent film star. Mm-hmm. Um, and as technology changes through time and has done for many years and will continue to do from here on out, um, movies decided to bring in color and and bring in what we call the talkies so singing in the rain is about the change from silent film into talkies and the characters that are a part of this world and lena was a silent film star but um her voice is not conducive to talkies so she doesn't have the best sounding voice speaking or singing um so she it's about her struggles and in adapting and being sort of the angelo angelina jolie of the silent film world and maybe not quite living up to that when we move into talkies yeah well it really seems you've captured the essence of the 50s there's like the costuming the the styling everything about it seems a very classic feeling you know it definitely helps people ask me like oh how do you how do you play this character and obviously there's there's a part of it where you you go and you research how they lived and how they worked and how they walked and and how they talked um but i mean a big thing for me is is getting into the final stages of the rehearsal process and and getting your props yeah. you know getting my long cigarette yeah, yeah. getting my gorgeous mm-hmm. dress and my and my wig and how they did their hair it definitely adds to the fabric of who this character is so yeah. it's almost it almost takes your character to the next level and it gives you the license to feel it more mm. you know you feel your costumes so the way they walk becomes a part of who you are yeah. um it's definitely very exciting. One of my favorite parts. Thanks, Taryn, for the chat. I got a chance to see the show myself, and I can tell you that everything you've been hearing about it in these interviews is absolutely correct. There is a certain magic quality to the show that just takes you along for the ride. Their performance was flawless and brought back some of my amazing memories of the show and even movie from much earlier in my life. There are still tickets available, so go see it, and I can't recommend it enough. Meanwhile, I leave you with a small taster of what you could be listening to soon.
Listen, if we can pull this thing off, this day will go down in history for me. Yeah. March 23rd. No, your historic day is not the 23rd. It's the 24th. What do you mean the 24th? It's 2.30 already. It's morning. Yes, <laughs> and what a lovely morning. Good morning. Good morning. We've talked the whole night through. Good morning. Good morning to you. Good morning. Good morning. It's great to stay up late. Good morning. Good morning to you. 